Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just all morning, just sitting here, and when I was praying a minute ago, um, you know, this ministry is a prophetic ministry, and anything God's about to do in here, He already starts saying it ahead of time. And so, as I was praying this morning, what came out of me was, God, these are your manifested sons and daughters, and that He is about to blow in this place and pour out His Spirit like you've never seen it before, and to get ready to get ready, to get ready, because his glory is about to be poured out in this place like you've never experienced it before. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank y'all. I want to, uh, I want to talk to the remnant this morning. Yes. There's waves of glory, and as I was sitting here, I usually don't sit here. Holy Ghost told me to come sit here so I could see and enjoy their their uh, ministry. But there's waves hitting, and those waves, they are for us, but they're for the multitude. There will be another revival here. There will be another revival here. What we've seen in the past is not going to compare to what we're fixing to see because the latter is greater than the former. So you have your anointing and you have Dr. Sorella's anointing. You have Pastor Eileen's anointing. You have, if I, if I could do anything for y'all, a little bit of that. So the latter is going to be greater than the formal. And these waves... These waves, I don't know how far they go back, but you know how you go in an ocean and you can only go so far and it pushes you back? That's what that's doing to me right here. So, God, we just pray that, you know, Ezekiel says, you know, you want to go ankle deep? You want to go? How, how, I don't believe anybody in here wants to go just ankle deep. We're thankful for that, but we want to be over our head over our head there's a song that says i'm in over my head take me uh, uh, from the shore and and i'm over my head and deep calls to deep and we live the deeper life that is what this is here and i know some people don't understand why we get the mic and because god wants to speak the worship is for that is to open the heavens so god can speak Worship is to open the heavens 
so God can speak, so he can heal, so he can deliver. Well, he uses our voices to do that. Thank you, Lord. I know someone got delivered of a root, a deep root right up here in worship. That's what it's all about. Whoa, thank you, Jesus. Someone's being healed right now. They're being healed in their body. Yes, we stand in the gap for Monica and Ken. We stand in the gap for Ken. Whoa, stand in the gap, Lord. You are a miracle-working God. We ask you to intervene on his behalf, Lord. We ask you to give her wisdom and him wisdom what to do in this time. God, we just give you praise. We give you praise that she can come to church and obey you in the midst of what she's going through at home, Lord. Thank you for teaching us how to live in victory. 100% of the time, it doesn't matter what we're going through. You have taught us how to do that, and we're grateful. We're grateful to see that in her life. We're grateful to see that in people's lives, that they can walk in victory no matter what's hitting them at home, no matter what's hitting them in the church. Hey. <laughs> Whoa, just let that wave knock you out. That, you know, it'll wash all that stuff away. <laughs> that wave will knock it all out. It'll knock. Ha, <laughs> ha. Ha, ha, ha. Just knock me out, Lord. <laughs> Y'all stay. Stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. Don't, don't get out of the river of God. Don't get out. Stay right where you are. Woo. <laughs> Today I felt to talk to the remnant, and I believe I'm looking at part of the remnant because the remnant the remnant the remnant the remnant the remnant of God Isaiah somewhere says I set my face like a flint on you God on you not on not on anything else not not on what's going on around me not on on my life not on my circumstances but i set my face like a flint you know you start fire with flint <laughs> we start fire with flint and i set my face like a flint on him i don't look to the right or the left but i keep my the remnant is focused, focused on him. In Matthew 22, it talks about many are called, but few are chosen. And when you look at the Passion Translation, what it says, everyone is invited. But there's only a few that respond in excellence. And I believe because God's not a respecter of persons and what he does for me, he will do for you. He doesn't just choose one and decide that this one right here 
I'm going to set the world on fire with this one. That's not what that's saying. I believe with everything in me it's saying. I call you all. Second Peter says, it's not his will that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. But few are chosen. And I believe that means that few choose this. Because to be the remnant, it costs you, you. That's what it cost, is you. He says, he's talking in that, that chapter there where he says, um, he told his servants to go out and invite everyone to the marriage supper. Come in, I've prepared a feast. My son is about to get married, and they didn't want to come. They had too many other things to do. They were busy with their own lives. Somebody had to go plant their garden, you know. And it's like I work all week, and I deserve a rest. And then some even killed his servants, and so he sent more servants. And he said, go into the highways and the hedges. Go and compel them to come in. Come in to this marriage supper. Come in to this. He said, because those that were invited first are not worthy to come. So go get, the, go get my people and fill this hall. Many are called. Many are called. But few choose the calling. But he said that he was so pleased, this king was so pleased because when he walked out, he saw his hall was full of people. But he saw this one that did not have a wedding garment on. This one didn't have a wedding garment. And he said, you can't come in here if you ain't clothed like you're supposed to be clothed. Because this king provided the garment. See, I don't have to go out and buy my own clothes. I don't have to go out and buy my own robe. It's his robe. Because there's nothing in me that's good. There's nothing in me that's worthy of it. There's nothing in me that's good. It's his robe. It's his garment. And he provides it for me. All I have to do is put it on. But I have to put it on. Someone else can't put it on for you. I have to put it on. And it's, see, my righteousness, Isaiah says that my righteousness is filthy rags. There's nothing I can do that makes me good enough. Nothing. But he, he is what makes me right he it's his garment it's his robe of righteousness psalms talks about your priest should be clothed with a robe of righteousness and that's the garment that he's talking about in this wedding feast it's a garment it's a robe of righteousness he says in revelation that that the wife prepares herself and sees the saints and they're clothed in the robe of righteousness, which is the goodness, the good acts of the saints. And what I saw in this is that I, I have to have his righteousness. I can't produce anything. 
He produced it all for me. He produced every bit of it. And if I want to be part of the remnant, I can. There's no age limit on it. If I want to be part of the remnant, I can. I just have to put on his righteousness that he provides. Cover in the blood of Jesus. Many are called. Few are chosen. And I want to choose. I want to choose the calling. I want to choose to say yes to him. I want to choose to be the remnant. I believe that these youngsters... If you're under 40, you're a youngster to me. <laughs> I have gotten to that age. And these youngsters from Libby on up are going to usher in. <laughs> Y'all going to usher in the presence of God. Y'all going to usher in the second coming of Jesus Christ. I know that I know, that I know that you are. And it's our job, it was said in prayer, that the old women, that's me, <laughs> I'm being old women now. Old women are to teach the younger. And that's what I want is to teach you how. Woo, <laughs> to go after God with everything you have, with everything in you. It don't matter what your friends are doing. It don't matter what everybody else around you is doing. If they're all wanting to smoke a little weed, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, go after him with everything you have, with everything in you. Go after him. He's the one that's going to save you in the end. I sent someone a word this weekend that that spirit of Dagon, we're talking about bullies today, <laughs> that thing's coming after your anointing. That's what it's coming after is your anointing. It's coming after the life of God on the inside of you. And some of us live with that bully. Some of us live with it. And that thing is coming after your anointing. He's trying to get you to bow. Trying to get you. Pastor Eileen preached a message one time about pecking with the chickens or soaring with the eagle. And all the enemy's trying to do is to get me to engage with him. Engage down here on his level when he knows as well as I do that you are seated far above every principality, every power. You are seated in the heavens. And he's trying to pull you down off of your seat of authority where you take authority over him and you drive him out. He's trying to pull you down to his level. That's all he's trying to do. And he uses everyone who loves you and who you love. Because Joe down the street ain't got no pull on me. They ain't got none. But you do. You see what I'm saying? He uses family. 
stinking devil. I hate him. Just come. I hate Livy does that all the time. Like, I know, baby girl, you're mad at the devil. Because that's all he's trying to do is pull you out of your place where God, Jesus paid the price with his precious blood for me to sit in the heavens with him. <laughs> Woo! Where I can sit up there and you are supposed to be, you 13, 14-year-old girls, y'all are supposed to be legislating. Have you learned about government in school yet? <laughs> That's what we're supposed to be doing. Sitting up there in our seats saying, you bully in the name of Jesus, I take authority over you and I push you out. Get out of here. You get out of my house. You get out of my class. You get out of my friend. You get out. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what the body of Christ is called to do. To sit with Jesus and Jesus say, there's a bully going on down there. There's a spirit of Dagon. But the presence of God knocked Dagon down all by itself. And he will again. We will win. But we just got to get up in there with Jesus. That's all. That's all. Just get up in there with Jesus. Get in that secret place. When Y'all know what I'm talking about with the secret place? Close yourself in. Get somewhere. I used to go to my car at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning because that's the only place where there wasn't nobody. Get somewhere alone. Close yourself in. Jesus. <laughs> Woo. yield myself to you and I surrender my life to you Jesus in a secret place under the shadow of the most high God <laughs> he said if you'll dwell there that means if you'll live right there in the midst of high school in the midst of working in the midst of being in an unequally yoked marriage in the midst of life, I can live under the shadow of the Almighty. <laughs> Whew. Sometimes you might have to set your clock and get up a little early and just spend a few minutes alone with Him. Get in His Word and say... Pray those prayers in Ephesians. Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3 and Colossians 1, I think, over yourself. Father, <laughs> grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. All that means is give me revelation of who you are. As I sit here, as I draw away from people, as I, as I turn the TV off, as I turn the phone off. Y'all, it's hard to lay the phone down, but sometimes we got to lay the phone down and pull myself away and say, I'm just drawing near to you, God. And you said that if I would draw near to you, see, we take the first step. If I would draw near to you, then you would draw near to me. And so I thank you that I, I'm pulling myself away and I'm drawing near to you, God, because I got to know you. 
I gotta know you. I gotta know you. Because I just want to tell you that we're not going to make it if we don't know him. Because this delusion that's coming is, is good. I heard someone say the thing about deception is it's deceptive. It's deceiving. And so we think it's good and it is wrapped up with some truth in there. So if I don't know him and get used to this right here, what's going on in this right here, this is my knower right here. This is where the spirit of God lives. The Jews talk about the inner man, the bowels of man. That's where, that's where God lives in me. One time, Pastor Dan and I taught um, vacation Bible school, and we taught red light, green light, yellow light. No, red light, yellow light, green light. And it's right here. The spirit of God is right here, and when he's saying no, 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 you feel this. You feel something in your gut. Something's not right. Back up. Let that yellow light <laughs> back up and say, okay, God, what, what's going on right here? And if you seek him like that, he is going to lead you every step of the way. Every step of the way. You can be on your way to someone's house that you go to all the time or on your way to Walmart, and all of a sudden you're going to feel that. We call it a check. Feel a check in my spirit right here. Stop. Don't go past that check. Don't go past that thing because I've gone past that thing a bunch of times, and I've gotten in trouble every time, every single time. But if I listen to that, listen to my spirit, start. See, that's how we're led by the spirit. Romans talks about not being led by my mind, but led by the spirit of God. They are the sons of God, those who are led by the spirit of God. So start being really aware of this right here. It's not your head. It's this right here. Start being really aware of that and don't go past that. If you have to call somebody and say, I feel, I was doing, I was going to do this, and, and all of a sudden I feel kind of something in my belly is not, you know, right. Pray. We'll pray till we start getting really comfortable with following this. Following this. We can live right there. We can live out of this right here. That's where we're supposed to live, actually. Because this thing's always fighting God. It's an enemy of God. That's why in Romans he says, I beg you. He literally says, I beg you. Lay yourselves on the altar as a living sacrifice and renew this mind. And we become the remnant of God. <laughs> he always uses remnants. Gideon, we talk about Gideon's army. He he started out with 32,000 and he ended up with 300. 300. God wants to use us. He wants to use us. He spoke to us several times and he said, cross it's on my map. That means he's got his eye on us. He spoke and said th that his name was written on these altars. Shoot. <laughs> I'm going to stay on them. 
Hey, crazy. He said his his name is on these altars. His fire is on these altars. I ain't I ain't crazy. Let come up here and lay on the altar. God, do a work in me. Take whatever it is in me that separates me from you or makes me not look like you. Because that's what we're after, is going from glory to glory to glory to be transformed into his image. That's the whole purpose of putting his robe of righteousness on. Ha! So whenever I'm looking up, I'm sure, I come I say, oh. That one in way. Whenever. Um, yeah, I just went, whoa. Whoo, Jesus. Whoo. Whoo. That's the purpose of putting on his robe. When you're in covenant with somebody, they always exchange robes. We just ate covenant meal. We, ju- we just took it. We partook of covenant with him. And I'm now supposed to give him my filthy rags. And I'm supposed to take his robe of righteousness so that when I'm walking in the spirit realm, the devil thinks, oh my God, that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what he's supposed to think. I'm supposed to wear Jesus' robe so that I look like him in the natural and in the spirit. Because the devil hates you. I don't care what he says. I don't care how good looking they are. I don't care how sweet they are. He hates you. And he is out to kill you. But... You have a robe of righteousness on you. And you have a seat in the heavens (laughs) where you have authority over him. And you tell him to take a hike. Get out. Hit the door, Jack, and don't you come back. No more, no more. Amen. I don't even know if y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Some of you with mamas and daddies that played the music. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, hit the road, Jack. If that door hits you. See, we have to take authority over him. That's what we teach here is how when we get delivered, that thing tries to come back. And we can easy, it's easy to just go back into that comfortable thing that I, you know, have always done. But we can't do that. I have to now step up and start letting God lead me. And I will be the remnant. And I cannot quit thinking about that army that Charlotte saw. I can't quit thinking about that thing because that's the remnant. That remnant, it was like a fluid army. We were fluid going, moving as one. 
covering the land and everywhere there was desolation all in front and everywhere the army went life was springing up behind it that's what we're supposed to bring we're supposed to be able to go into dark desolate places and bring life 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 and when I stay in that secret place and I don't let the devil bring me out of it because that's what he's trying to do Bring me out of it. He wants me to engage with him, remember? He wants me to get down there on his level. And I can't tell you how many times I do. (sighs) And it makes me so angry with myself. I do it all the time. I'm getting a little better. Because, see, it requires me to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) To wear that. See, what I thought was, God, your robe of righteousness is heavy. But it's not. He said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. It's only when I ain't dying. <laughs> it's only in those areas that I have not surrendered yet. That's where the problem is. But that's what that robe is for. That's what the river is for. That's what his presence is for. That's what's locking myself up with him is for. God, I did it again. Help me. I don't want to do it anymore, God. I don't want to do that anymore. Sometimes we have to say, God, give me, I don't want to want to do this. But you know I want to do this. But I don't want to want to do it. So help me not want to do it. And he will. Because he's done it with me. <laughs> but just keep coming into his presence. Even if you don't feel anything, know that he is there. Even if you don't fit, if your hair, you know, you get the goosebumps all over you and all the hair stands up, you know, that's not going to happen every time. It's not. But just know that he said, if I draw near to him, he draws near to me. He said that I can dwell in the secret place of the most high God. So I thank you, Lord, that by faith, because I don't feel anything right now, but by faith, I know that I am seated in the heavens with you. I am right next to you, and I thank you that you paid the price for me to be there. You paid the price for me to dwell in the secret place. He paid that price, and he does not withhold it from any of us. Thank you, Jesus. So I wanna, what I want to say is, do y'all want to pray to be the remnant? I want to I be the remnant and that's all you have to do you have to just throw your hands up and surrender and say Lord I surrender to you I want to be a part of your remnant I take off my filthy rags and I put on your robe of righteousness transform me into your image I want to be the remnant of God that brings life everywhere I go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now you be led by his spirit and you're going to see him do some things in you, through you, by you. Hallelujah. (laughs) Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
thank you for the remnant. Thank you that you teach the remnant who they are. And when we know who we are, we'll come off of that seat for anybody or anything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just speak that blessing over you in numbers where it says, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.